Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, what is happening in San Diego? And welcome into Gwen and Chris on this Wednesday afternoon. Chris Ello coming to you from the Kirk. That's right, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Matt Scraby. San Diego, the Odyssey Palace Studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. in Peoria. He's uh, doing a Padre game against the White Sox right now. He'll be along later. You know what, Scraby? This is effectively our spring training show today because we are presenting the listeners with a split squad. A split squad? Is that? Yes, that's true. That is true. Yes, it's a split squad. I'll be on probably the first half of the show with you. Yes. And uh, then I have to go and broadcast my uh, basketball game. And Tony will join for the second half of the show. So it's a split squad edition of Gwen and Chris today. I do love the split squad. Uh, I love the yeah. split, split squad idea. Only in baseball can you have two games going on with the same team at once. Yeah, right. And you don't know which game. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. And the teams get a lot out of it, but the fans are confused. Can I basically. can I tell you what? Like with you, with, uh, you Darvish yesterday, I was... Like, I saw that he pitched great and all that, but then I went to go look at the lineups because you guys have taught me to look at the lineups, and the, that lineup against the Royals wasn't didn't have the Bobby Witts in there. So right. it's like, how much can we really take from it? Well, that's why it's really difficult to tell what's going on in spring training, and that's why, you know, we, we overreact to most everything that we see and hear in spring training, and the latest overreaction today can be that Brett Sullivan ought to be the starting catcher on opening day. He's having a... Huge day for the Padres against the White Sox. He had a two-run homer today. He also has a triple. So he's Dang. got a couple of hits, a triple and a home run, and uh, Brett Sullivan's showing up big. But, yeah, you're right, Scraby. I mean, what pitchers are those against? You know, I mean, is, is he is he doing it against big league-type pitching? Is he doing it against guys that are going to be in the minor leagues? That's all the stuff that has to be factored in by the, the staffs and the coaches and the managers and the – general managers and you know they try to figure out exactly who the best 25 guys are to take forward on opening day and uh you know that's why spring training can be it can be 
definitely misleading. It can be a fugazi, as Tony would like to say. A fugazi some, is a great word, yes. Yeah, and sometimes it can be the truth. You know, sometimes a guy is lights out in spring training and it and it's and it and it's real. But sometimes it's not. Yeah, the Padres a, did make go ahead. I was gonna say I have a bone to pick with you and, and Tony because I am trying to be excited about the spring training and now since you guys have told me that it, I shouldn't be as excited as I am, I, I don't really I can't view things from the same excitement anymore. I'm like, well, it's just spring training, so what do I care? Well, I don't think it's just spring training, but I think you have to just you just have we're just trying to get you to understand to take everything with a grain of salt. You can I, still I enjoy the that. games. I can't do that. Well, you have to yeah, a <laughs> grain of salt, Scraby. It's a very simple notion. Just pick up a, a, a salt shaker, try to shake one grain out, and that's how you look at spring training. Just with a grain of salt. That's all. You look, Matt Waldron pitched well today. Three shutout innings. The knuckleballer. I'm going to still call him a knuckleballer. Oh, you shouldn't. He throws a knuckle. Yeah, first I know pitch he of the like day. It. First pitch of the day was yeah, a knuckleball. <laughs> yeah. He's not a knuckleballer, except his first pitch was a knuckleball <laughs> that tied the guy in knots. I, You know, look, he throws a knuckleball. Nobody else throws one. So he's the closest thing we have to a knuckleballer out there. But, yeah, three shutout innings today for him against the White Sox. And then uh, uh, Johnny Brito came in and pitched three pretty good innings. He allowed one run, but uh, only one hit. And, uh, you know, he looked sharp in his three innings of work. So, Dan, look, these are all good things. The Padres have to figure out what it all means, and they have to figure out exactly what they're going to do when uh, it's time to take the big charter to Korea and open the season, and that's coming up sooner than we can imagine, Scrape. Uh Yes, it is. And, and, and side note, am I the only dork that's wondering what kind of plane they're flying on? Is it like a 787 <laughs> Dreamliner, or is it like Well, you must be the only dork. You asked me what kind of flight, what kind of plane I took here to Albuquerque, and yes. I didn't have any idea. Well, when you fly home, the placard that's in the seat in front of you that sh tells you all, like, the safety precautions, it has oh, yes. the model on there. So, All right. Would you like me to text it to you when I get on the charter flight if home tonight? You, if you can remember, it's not requirement or anything like that, but I'm going to make sure that Tony tells me what kind of plane they were flying. Anyway. All right. I but, yes, the Korean a, trip I, is why, coming up very soon. Why is it important to you? Like, will it? Will it, is there is there a certain type of plane that would concern you, or no, no is, plane is there, that would concern me? But I just like knowing because they're going to be flying from Phoenix, I'm assuming, all the way to Seoul, South Korea. So that would have to be a pretty yeah. hefty plane. It's not a 747. It's it's possibly a 777 or a 757, but I'm going to have to make sure. So I think you went into the, law, the wrong line of work. I mean, I, I maybe you should have become a. a uh, <laughs> A uh, one of those agents that works in the uh, in the uh, airplane tower. Oh, you want me a air traffic control guy? I want to fly yes. the plane. I don't want to direct the plane. I want to fly speaking, the plane. Speaking of an air traffic controller, I heard the funniest bit. You remember? You know who Jim Gaffigan is, the comedian. You don't know uh, him at Jim all. Jim Gaffigan. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, I he's do. Pre he's a pretty funny guy. He's a stand-up guy, and he did a whole thing about the air traffic control and. And he was doing a whole thing about how come the, he goes, why do the pilots always listen to the air traffic control? He goes, if I was a pilot, I would just take the plane off whenever I want to. What are they going to do? Stop me? Yeah, they will. They'll come and shoot how you they down. Gonna, what are they going to run out on the runway? Uh, no, but they will, there, there's definitely going to be some precautions taken by the airport or wherever <laughs> to make sure you're not doing anything. That's, that's the whole thing with MH370, that Malaysian plane that, that has never been found, is they think that they turned off their beacons and stuff. And look how much trouble that's See caused that? everything.
Oh, yes, it was a major problem. Uh, anyway, all right, uh, the Padres <laughs> did make a signing today. Uh, Tim LaCastro, a very fast outfielder who played briefly for the Diamondbacks a couple of years ago. I think he was with the Mets signed. last year. And the Mets last year. So I, I, this is not uh, any th- earth-shattering news, but it's another guy to keep an eye on here over the next few weeks for the Padres. But we'll talk plenty of Padres today as we move forward on the program. Uh, speaking of the Diamondbacks, we'll also talk about the defending NL champs, Nick Piccaro from the uh, uh, down in Phoenix. Arizona, Arizona Republic, Republic yes. I believe. Yes, yes he's going right. to be on the program today. So we'll kick around the Diamondbacks with him a little bit, see how their spring training is going along. And uh, we'll also have some other uh, you know news and notes and features. I want to commend the... Uh, uh, the the highly talented morning show portion of the station today for yeah, a they job a well done job. really yeah well done. Uh, our guys Ben and Woods if you missed their show this morning wow they were they they had it going on they had Manny Machado they had Joe Musgrove they had Jackson Merrill I mean they they really put together quite a show today down there and uh, good enough good for us here is that we have all the uh, the sound from the, the those interviews, yes, we and we'll be able to play some of that for you on the program here today, and uh, let you if you if you weren't up at the crack of dawn at zero dark thirty, <laughs> zero uh, you'll be able to, you'll be able to hear what Manny Machado had to say. And, I was Chris. And, and I was. You were up, huh? Yes. Whatever has happened yeah. in uh, my my dog has had massive stomach problems the last three days, and so he keeps waking me up at, like, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Now, is he is he waking you up and telling you that his stomach hurts? How do you, how do you know that he has a stomach problem? Because uh, that's, a, that's a good question, because he never wakes me up at night, and he keeps staring outside like, I want to go outside, and then I see that he goes to the bathroom, and I'm like, oh, it's a stomach problem. But You're I assuming mean, it's a stomach problem. It, no, yeah. because I, I you can, don't know I, for I, sure. I can see I can see, you can see the results. I you can, can see, see the that. results of the stomach problem. I yes, see. The stomach yes, problem. I don't know that I need any. I don't think I need any further details okay, on yes. what that. We can, we that can move on now. We can move on now. Yes. Now, did you listen to Woods and uh, Ben and Woods interviews with Manny today? I listened to right. a, a, the clips from the Jackson Merrill interview, and I listened to a few of the clips from the other ones. But I gotta say, Chris Jackson Merrill is really scoring points with me. I am a massive Jackson Merrill fan, and I really hope that he keeps it up because he is exciting. He knows he, he's young, but he's also, like, old in his years or wise in his – is that what I, is that the phrase, old in his years? I think wise for his years. Wise for his years, there. yes. There you go. Yes. But I'm a fan yeah, I've of heard Jackson a lot. I mean, everybody that is – everybody's a big Jackson Merrill fan right now. He's done a nice job. He's – Come up with some hits and uh, and played a nice outfield so far. And and you're right. Everybody says that he's, you know, he he acts like a veteran even though he's 20 years old. So, you know, all of this is serving him very well in spring training. And let's hope that it uh, continues to be a positive story for the Padres. Uh, and, and hope that Jackson Merrill look, you know, maybe this guy makes the team and starts hitting from opening day and makes a run for rookie of the year. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Oh, that, that's amazing. And, uh, 
something like that could turn a whole season around. You, you know, know what I mean, Matt Snyder said you yesterday? Know, I mean, nobody know nobody know who Chris Paddock was, you know, many yeah. years ago. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he was the he was the most important guy on the Padres. So it, those things happen sometimes and it's fun. We were talking to Matt Snyder yesterday and he we were talking about Fernando and whether or not Fernando's gonna have an MVP type season and, and Matt Snyder didn't even just say he was gonna have an MVP season, but he thinks and said yesterday that he thinks Ronald Acuna's numbers are possibly what Fernando can reach this year from la- for Acuna's numbers from last year, which is insane and high praise. But Matt Snyder's a, a smart baseball guy; he's not going to say that if he doesn't really believe it. Yeah, what was Acuna last year? Forty seventy. Yeah, he had seventy stolen bases. He was hitting like three thirty. It was ridiculous. And he had forty home runs. Yeah, forty home runs. He? he was just or, a yeah. he was just yeah. a hitting machine, a, a fielding machine. He was a machine everywhere. I mean, to to say that he has the potential to go to Acuna's numbers, I don't think is like surprising because he has that talent. But those numbers are so good. How can anyone get to them? Is what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, let's be honest. The numbers that Acuna put up last year have never been put up in the history of yeah. baseball before. Yeah, so exactly. You're asking you're you're asking Fernando Tatis Jr. to do something that's only been done once before in the history of the sport. Uh, that is quite a large ask. But you know, let's hope that Fernando has a gigantic season in him, and let's hope that Jackson Merrill is uh, you know in the running for Rookie of the Year. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff you need to have a championship season and. Uh, you know, maybe that'll all pan out. We'll just have to sit back and have fun and wait and see how it all plays out. But uh, anyway, uh, that is the baseball stuff for today. Uh, the Aztecs last night uh, made everybody sweat a whole lot more than they wanted to, mm-hmm. but uh, they eventually prevailed over San Jose State, 72-64. to The Aztecs continue to uh, take care of business and beat teams that they're supposed to beat. They've now won 58 consecutive games against teams in the quad three or quad four of NCAA play. Uh, But uh, they did not have an easy time. I'll tell you one thing. As I was watching this game last night, I know San Jose State's – I mean, San Jose State's in last place, all right, in the conference. They're the bottom team in the league. But they played two great games against the Aztecs this year. Uh, the game in San Jose, the Aztecs barely hung on on a block shot by Jay Powell right at the buzzer mm-hmm. to win by three. And then this game last night was a, a four or five point game with under two or three minutes to go. And, and, and all I kept thinking to myself is, you know, wherever the Aztecs get seeded in the NCAA tournament, whether they're a four seed, a five seed, or some think they could get up to as high as a three seed. I don't think that's realistic, but no matter where the Aztecs are seeded, the team they play in the first round probably isn't going to give them as much trouble as San Jose State's given them this year. It's very true. I mean, I I don't know what the you know sometimes it's about it's about matchups and San Jose State just seemed to play well. I thought their coach Tim Miles did a great job last night of turning it into a half court game. He 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 really did his best to keep the Aztecs from getting any runouts and fast break points. Uh, San Jose State tried a very interesting strategy last night, Scraby. They did not send anybody to the offensive glass. As soon as they took hmm. a shot, they all retreated to play defense. Now, that made it always easy for the Aztecs to get the rebound, but the Aztecs could not get a rebound and get into the half, into the fast break points. They oh. were, everything was a half court setup. And because San Jose State would go back and set up its defense. And I don't, I don't think that's a strategy that too many people would use. 
But you looked at the score in the first half, and San Jose State was winning 20-19 to with about two minutes to go in the first half. And that was because it was a slow-down half-court game, and Tim Miles did a great job of keeping his team close. And that's all you want to do when you're, when you're a 21-point underdog is, you know, it, it's kind of the football version of running the football and keeping it away from Patrick Mahomes. Yes, you know? yes. For it's easier said than done sometimes. Yeah, they can learn. It's easier said than done sometimes, but, you know, when you see a big upset like that, that's normally how it works. You know, the other team just is able to control the ball, make some first downs, keep the other offense off the field. Before you know it, you look up in the fourth quarter and it's 13-10, to 10, and now the team that's underdog thinks they got a chance to win. And I think that's exactly what happened last night. And I think Tim Miles did a great job. He's a great coach. He doesn't have a good team this year, but he doesn't mean he's not a smart coach. And he did everything he could to keep his team in that game for as long as they could. And it really, if you saw the game, it really took Jaden Ledee to win the game for the Aztecs last night. Uh, he did not get a lot of help. Uh, I thought Miles Bird had a really good game off the bench. Uh, Elijah Saunders hit some shots. But it was an off night for Trammell. It was an off night for Butler. It was an off night for Waters, uh, Parrish. He didn't have a great night. Jay Powell didn't get a lot of play. Anyway, Ledee was just unbelievable last yes. night, and, and I was so excited to watch him. I mean, 27 points, 11 rebounds, didn't really begin to tell the story of how he dominated that game and helped the Aztecs win it. And he got the attention of uh, CBS yes. Sports' Gary Parrish. Let's hang on to that, He said this. Well, let's hang on to, hang that on to that for a because second? we are almost uh, to 17. So let's hang on to that because Gary Parrish said some really, really great things about Jaden Ledee that everybody needs to hear. We'll have that when we come back, and I'll have my thoughts on Jaden Ledee, too, and his uh, his bid right now to become an All-American, and whether it's a, it's a realistic possibility, uh, we'll talk about that. But he sure looked the part last night as the Aztecs beat San Jose State. And what was a wild night for college basketball, and we'll talk about mm -hmm. that some more when we come back. Gwen and Chris, split squad today. we got Chris and Scraby in the first half. You'll have Tony and Scraby in the second half. We'll keep rolling when we come back on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris Split Squad today. You get myself and Scraby for the first couple of hours. Then you'll have Tony Gwynn Jr. and Scraby for the next couple of hours. You know, I, I think it's kind of a good deal all the way around. Uh, who's the starters you, and who's the backups? Uh, well, uh, I'm I the starter, we're the obviously. Yeah, yeah, I'm the starter, yeah. obviously. I'm in the game first, and oh, I'm true. leading off. True, that's a good point. Although, although some would point out that the name of the show is Gwyn and Chris, and hey. his name is up higher on the marquee. The only so. reason we did that is because it flowed better than Chris and Gwyn, and people were getting confused because Chris and Gwyn is, sounds like his uncle Chris Gwyn. That's right. <laughs> that is exact. You're at, you know what? That's exactly how the name of the show became a reality. It is. Some people liked Elowen. Gwyn. I didn't like that. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Did not work. Did not work as far as I was concerned. So I was more than happy to cede the uh, top row on the marquee to Gwyn and Chris the way it works. And it's worked out nicely. Uh, we're coming up on, a, what, about our sixth year, Scraby? Yeah, six years. Wow, that's not bad. That's not bad at we're all. La- we're lasting longer than most marriages out there, <laughs> that's, I must that's, say. It's funny you say that because, uh, Zachy, I don't know if they want me to reveal, but this person sent me a text and was like, hey, the average marriage is either like just under two years or just over eight years. And so you guys are right in the middle. I'm like, what does that mean? Are we going to get to eight years and have to divorce then? Have to worry about it. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. We'll just we'll, let's just take it day by day. Okay. Okay. We'll take the good. whole show with a grain of salt. Oh, that's the phrase that of the day. Us. The phrase uh, of the Unfortunately, day. it seems though. Uh, all right, let's get back to the Aztecs last night. Uh, this was a, uh, you know, look. I mean, uh, Ladie was uh, Jaden Ladie uh, has done this all season long, and I mean, we've been lucky enough to watch him, you know, game in and game out. And the question is starting to become whether or not he should be a first-team All-American. And obviously his coach, Brian Dutcher, said so after the game last night. And, you know, this kind of performance last night was he scored 27 points, had 11 rebounds, and the Aztecs needed every one of those points and every one of those rebounds to win last night because, frankly, he didn't get a lot of help. And, and, and that's okay. I mean, this is what you expect from your star player and, and an All-American type player to always be there, always be something you can count on every single night. And I think that that's, you know, what Jaden Ladea has proven he can do. And, you know, anyway, after the game last night, Gary Parrish, who's uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well thought of in, in the college basketball circles, he's a CBS sports guy, uh, he was on the post-game show and he had this to say about Jaden Ledee and his chances to be an All-American. I'm sure Brian Dutcher on some level didn't like the game, you know, being as close as it was at the end. This is something they're supposed to win by double digits. But still, you're just trying to avoid the devastating loss, and they did that. As for Ledee, um, it comes down at the end of the season how people want to construct All-American teams. Like, how many bigs are you willing to put on it? Yep. Because obviously Zach, uh, um, uh, Zach Eady at Purdue is going to be one of them. And is Cal Filipowski going to be another? But Jaden Ledee is one of the five best players in college basketball this season. I don't know if he'll be a first-team All-American because mm. somebody's going to want to throw be. guards on that thing. But he's one of the five best players in the nation right now. Awesome. Eight-point victory in that 
Yeah, that's pretty impressive stuff right there. I mean, coming from a guy that's, you know, he watches a lot of games more yeah. than we do. Oh, yeah. And, and, I mean, he's sitting here telling you, telling you, you know, what you probably already think you know, and that is that Jaden Ledea is one of the best five players in America. The question is, how is he going to make one of the five spots on the first team All-American roster? And to that end, you heard Gary Parrish mention it. Zach Eady is a lock. He's going to get one for sure. And that's your center. Mm-hmm. Well, what position does Ladee play? He basically plays center because the Aztecs don't have anybody else in that spot. But you could maybe put Jaden Ladee in at a power forward. But how many big players do they want to put on the All-American team? And that's what it's going to come down to. That and the fact that North Carolina and Duke and Kansas and Kentucky – and, you know, Purdue yeah. and any other number of big schools you can name are on national television on ESPN every single night. And those are the players that everybody knows. Jaden Ledee played his game last night. It finished at after midnight Eastern time. Yeah, it did. I don't think too many people saw the end of that game last night on the East Coast. They may not have even seen it in the central time zone. Uh, actually, that game went. Let's see. It started at what? Eight o'clock. Yeah, it started at eight. Yeah. Yeah. So it ended at one in the morning Eastern time. So not even midnight. Not even midnight. You had to stay up to one in the morning on the East Coast. And who's really it. staying up watching Aztec San Jose State? Nobody. Unless Nobody. You have and a that, bet on it. Right. Unless you're unless you're in the Daily Gambit. Yeah. So that's that's the problem. I I think Jaden Ladee should be on the All American team. I think he's earned it. His play, his statistics are right up there with Edie, right up there with any big player you want to name. But I have a feeling when it's all said and done, there'll probably be more names of players that are on recognizable teams than there will be, you know, a guy like Jaden Ledee. And I, I have a bad feeling he's going to have to settle for a second team, which is a hell of an achievement in and itself. Yes, it is. But. This team, I'm going to be so wonderfully, pleasantly surprised um, because you know this is a guy. This is a guy that did not come into the season with any fanfare. Remember, he averaged eight points a game last year. He was about the third guy off the bench last season, and he goes from that to being a potential All-American. That is a that is a, a tremendous, tremendous honor. Uh, and a tremendous job done by Jaden Ledee to be put to put himself in that position, and you know Brian Dutcher. You know I I can never say too many things good things about Coach Dutcher, but if you watch this game last night, the Aztecs opened up a 17 point lead in the second half, and they went on they went on one run where San Jose State let them get out and get into transition and get some fast break baskets, and that really opened up the lead. So Brian Dutcher took Jaden Ledee out for his usual rest, and he brought in Miles Heidi, who I think is playing very well, by the way, as a backup. But San Jose State then started hitting threes, and they hit maybe four in a row. And instead of Brian Dutcher giving Jaden Ledee his usual rest, he got him right back in the game because he knew that last night Jaden Ledee was his only horse. Because nobody else was really playing that well. Oh, yeah. Normally, Ledee would stay out of the game and get a lot longer rest. Brian Dutcher wasn't taking any chances. He got Jaden back in. And the play of the night was when San Jose State had cut the lead to four, 
and Jane Ladee steps in and intercepts a pass, dribbles the length of the court, goes up, slams it down, draws the foul, breaks the rim practically. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> brings the house down. I mean, that's that's a play that a guard makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. with all due respect to Zach Eady of Purdue, you're not going to see him out there making that play. No, he's not going the length of the floor. No, no, he's not. Can you imagine Jane, what that would look like, Zach Eady trying to take it the length of the floor? Yeah, that would look pretty hilarious. But that was an amazing play by Ladie last night, and I, I really hope that he makes the All-American. If he makes the first team, that would really be something. But either way, he has put himself in a wonderful position, his future moving forward. Uh, having man. said that, Scrabe, a couple of quick things. The um, Mountain West Conference last night, I don't know if you looked around, but Nevada first, had a crazy game. Right. Nevada and Colorado State tied up 74-74. They inbound the ball. Josh Lucas shoots from half court at the buzzer and makes it. Mm-hmm. And Nevada wins 77-74. You had Utah State at Fresno State down by three with two seconds left in regulation. And A.J. Brown throws up a three-pointer and makes it at the buzzer for Utah State to send the game into overtime. It's crazy. And then Utah State won that game. You also had UNLV going to overtime to beat Wyoming. So the Mountain West Conference is good, and even the bad teams are giving the heart, the t- top teams a really tough time right yeah. now. And that should tell so you something. That should it really did. It, it tells you that this conference has been as good this year as it has ever been before. All right, we'll take a quick time out. When we come back, uh, we're going to get into sports court, I understand. Yes, yes we also – pick... um, sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, I'd say we're going to pick up our gavels and – Heck, yeah. What is that, what is that hair that the uh, the old judges used to wear, you know, the oh, wigs? Like, yeah, I don't know what it's called, but – I don't know what that's called either, but I want to get one for sports court. <laughs> we need to get one because, you know, in – I think in the U.K., they the, the actual lawyers or solicitors, I think they call them – or Barristers. Barristers, they wear them in, in the UK. So there is a place where we can get that. Send away for a couple of those. I think Tony and I would look hilarious <laughs> wearing would those wigs. So that would the be next funny. Ac- the next edition of Sports Court. <laughs> that would be great, actually. <laughs> that would be funny. All right, more Gwen and Chris on the way. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Yeah, good. The first inning, actually, I, I just, I think I get caught, got caught up in, like, throwing to the location and, like, just I, my intent wasn't exactly where I wanted it, but then, like, I think I started that second and I was about to come out that second inning, but then I got to go back out for the third and I was excited for that just because I wanted to, like, take what I, that momentum I had and um, uh, apply it in the third. Matt Waldron. 
Started the day, pitched well for the Padres. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Chris, hello. Matt Scraby taking you through the first half of the show today. Tony Gwynn Jr. traveling back from his call of the game with Jesse Agler. He should be joining the show in a little while. So uh, we're kind of presenting a split squad look today. Uh, Gwen and Chris on 97.3, the fan. Padres uh, do knock off the White Sox today. 3-1 to one was the final score. Waldron got the start. Three innings did not allow a run. Uh, Johnny Brito pitched three innings as well, allowed one hit and one run. Got the so win. The, uh, the pitchers were good. And then uh, the young guys, the young catchers, came up with it today. Scraby, uh, Brent Sullivan not only hit a triple, but then hit a two-run homer to give the Padres the lead in the seventh inning. And the final run was knocked in by none other than Ethan Salas with a sacrifice fly, his first RBI of the spring, and the Padres win 3-1. to one. And don't look now in the Cactus League standings. Oh, the they're Padres creeping up. Are creeping up, Scrape. They're 3-4 and four right now. You remember when they right. were, uh, when they, I think they won the Cactus League or something, and we were all pumped up, and it really didn't have any effect on the season whatsoever. Uh, no, it didn't. And <laughs> it didn't have any effect. If you, Like I said, you know who won the cat the uh, spring training last year? The best record was the Cardinals. Uh, well, there you they go. were in the Grapefruit League, but they had the best record of all the teams in Major League Baseball last year in spring training, and they ended up having an awful season. So we will, you know, that you have to, like I said, I'm not going to say it. What? Take it with a grain of salt. Oh, okay, okay. Can you can you actually give me your definition of taking it with a grain of salt? Because I said uh, my, that to my nieces, and I couldn't give them a good definition. Oh, they wanted to know what it meant? Yes, I couldn't give them one. That's what nieces are for. Yeah, they are. ask impossible questions oh my that you've never before considered in your entire life. They grilled me about my past relationships and why I'm still single. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? You're eight and you're six. Get, stop doing that. They sound like me and Tony. It's true. It's true. <laughs> okay, grain of salt. What is your definition of that? I guess grain of salt is just not taking something too seriously. Yeah, okay. There you go. That's all. There you go. I, that would be my quick my quick definition of it. So. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, we are here to help today. Now, uh, this is our sports court coming up, and as you're going to hear, sports court has has taken on a life of its own. Now we 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 came up with sports court in order to settle little disputes among family members or friends having to do with the world of sports. But for whatever reason, you guys now think that Tony and I know everything about everything. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, we're getting mm -hmm. we're getting all kinds of inquiries in sports court. Oh, we got it. And I and I think in order to move forward, Scraby, what I wasn't joking. You want to use some of our budget at the powerhouse Odyssey Palace <laughs> and go online and buy a couple of those judges' wigs. I think it would be the funniest thing of all time if we, if Tony and I, I don't know that we could get Tony to wear one, but I know I'd I, wear one. I, I know you would. I, I think Tony would wear one. I think he'd wear one. Yeah. I mean, it would be hilarious. If we were on YouTube, <laughs> we were wearing these wigs. It would make him doing feel, sports court. It would make him feel like he had hair again. <laughs> Me, I would feel pretty much the same. I mean, you got more so, hair than Tony, so I mean, you, course, you have a but, semblance of what hair feels like. But Tony hasn't felt like he, he doesn't know what it feels like. So I haven't had it for ages. Yeah. We're going to do this. I think it's a really good idea. I mean, you know, it shouldn't be that difficult to track down. No, not at all. Not all at all. Right, well. All right, let's get it. Speaking of courts, do we have a lengthy sports court? Do we need to get right to it? Uh, we, or do I have a second? You have a second. 
Speaking of courts, did you see last night Kentucky was playing Mississippi State in basketball? And Mississippi State was leading by like four points with a minute to play. And there was a timeout, and the game was at Mississippi State, and they started making announcements and putting signs up on the scoreboard. Whatever you do, don't rush the court. Whatever you do, don't rush the court. Do not rush the court. You're going to be cited. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. They're going they to arrest on the, you. They put it on the scoreboard. They, they made announcements, this whole thing. Guess what? Kentucky came back and won the game. So <laughs> there was no need to rush oh, the court. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. you played yourself, school. They played, played themselves. Mississippi State played themselves. So, you know, it's just another aspect of this whole court storming extravaganza, which continues. Yeah. So, did you we'll hear about I don't know that we're going to talk about this with you and I, but uh, at some point in the show, I want to talk about what happened in Indiana with the fire alarms and all that craziness. They had to like. Yes, evacuate I saw the I saw center. a clip of that, but I didn't know what happened. They, they did. They evacuate the entire arena. The entire arena set. I, by the way, I didn't know that place held 17,000 people. It doesn't look like sure. it. But yeah, 17,000 yeah. people had to go wait outside for a little bit until they cleared it and they came back inside. But then did you see the craziness at Texas Tech last night? What was going on in college basketball? last night it was a wild night it was a crazy did you see that though what happened no what happened there so a texas player it was at texas tech so a texas player like kind of body checks one of the texas tech players out of bounds going for a loose ball and it it obviously caused tensions to rise but then the idiot texas tech fans start throwing stuff on the court so Ah. the the uh, coach had to get on the loudspeaker and was like hey we're going to get technical fouls for everything you throw on the court. So if you care about our team, you will not throw anything on the court. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like we, this is happening on a daily basis now. Yeah. I mean, court storming shouldn't be an issue. That's what I said a couple of days ago. But the fact of the matter is now the fan behavior is such that it has become an issue. Yes, it, it really has. So, yeah. We, right, we as fans only have ourselves to blame for it all. That's true. All, all right, right. Let's go into the sports court, my friend. You have a sports issue, San Diego? Do you need a third party to make a decision? The guys have put on their robes and picked up their gavels. All rise. Here comes the judge. Gwen and Chris Sports Court starts now on 97.3 The Fan. So I got a submission from someone, Chris, and they were, I'm going to present this as the last one, but they have an issue with Sauce Gardner and his social media, and I will present it later. But if you know anything about what's happened to Sauce Gardner in the last couple days, you know what it might be kind of about. So it's weird. Mm -hmm. Let's get into the first one. And, you know, I have someone in our listening audience that definitely loves his frisbee golf and wants us to talk frisbee golf but this person has a different situation but i have something in the here it goes i have something you guys have never really talked about and that's frisbee golf you guys talk golf all the time but never frisbee golf my friend doesn't want to go ever and he says frisbee golf is not really all that fun and it's lame I find it pretentious, or he finds it pretentious, and I find golfers pretentious. It actually makes me quite angry that he doesn't want to go and try out Frisbee golf. So, Chris, do you think Frisbee golf is a legit sport? It's an activity. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I think there's a difference. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that, that, I don't know that you really have to go into training for Frisbee golf necessarily. 
Uh, I don't know that you have to go into the gym and work out. Oh, oh that to, type of training. Okay. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't think you need to work out on the track. You need to get your forearms all good. You so got to get your form them. right. So that's about it. Um, but then again, I guess you don't have to necessarily go into any kind of physical training for real golf either. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking that, but I mean, all of those guys are pretty, pretty in shape these days. No, they're in better shape now than they've ever been. I don't know. I only have one experience with Frisbee golf. And of all people, I went Frisbee golfing with our midday host, Mr. Elston, many uh, years oh, yeah, ago. Oh, yeah, he does like Frisbee golf. He does. In fact, when you said the word Frisbee golf and pretentious, I thought you were talking about Mr. Elston. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but what happened that day, all I remember was that Mr. Elston brought his dog with us to run around the course while we played Frisbee golf. Oh, that's interesting with a dog and Frisbees. Yeah, had a dog. Uh, it was a little pug. So the dog wasn't one of those Frisbee chasing dogs. He was just a little, <laughs> little, little guy. Little guy. Anyway, the pug was standing in the middle of the fairway, and the guy behind us threw his Frisbee in our direction, okay. <laughs> probably should have waited. And this Frisbee made a beeline for Mr. Elston's dog. Oh, no. And you could see it coming from a mile away. Oh, no. And the dog took one right off the noggin. Oh, <laughs> no. I, I, now, Is suffice to say, okay? Mr. Elston was pretty angry. And uh, he had to be restrained a little bit from going after the the idiot who threw the frisbee. I don't his blame dog. him at all. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like you can't yeah. mess with anybody's dog. No, I, I know the guy didn't do it intentionally, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It was just one of those things where you turn around, you see the dog, you see the frisbee, and you know it's going to happen. Oh. That's you're like, stinks. oh, no, everything goes into slow motion. Yes, yes, yes. And the dog just takes it right off the head. But there is something funny about a pug being hit it for was, some reason. I see. That's, <laughs> I, I hate to say it because Craig could be listening, but I was laughing. I mean, I feel bad inside. for Craig and feel bad for the dog, but... It, yeah. but he wasn't. He was uninjured. Okay. He was uninjured. Nothing happened to the dog, but it was kind of a. That's my moment. Um, I think it's a fun activity, though. I think it's fun to do, and, okay. and I think your friend shouldn't be uh, your your friend shouldn't be so pretentious as to claim that he's too good to go out and play a little frisbee golf because I think it's kind of fun. All right. I'm so being that's told, my answer. I'm being told by the chat, and this makes sense because this person, when they wrote me, said disc golf through their thing, and I was like, I, I don't think that's actually a thing. So I, I said oh, Frisbee golf. Right, it but they do call disc it disc golf. Yeah, they call it disc golf. You're right, but we can call it Frisbee golf. I think okay. we're, we're okay. Uh, do I think Frisbee golf is legit? I am not going to be the guy I used to be. Where I This answer five years ago would have been, no, Frisbee golf is the dumbest thing in the world. But I don't really care. Go for it. Play. I mean, if your friend wants to be that way, let him be that way. So there you go. I think it's a fun little sport. I mean, it's okay. It's nothing I'd go out of my way to do. But if everybody was going disc golfing one day, I'd tag along. I'm uh, I'm definitely someone who's terrible at it. So maybe that's why I don't do it. All right. Nice. We are running out of time a little bit. But I'm going to skip to the sauce real quick. And then we'll have to go back if we can. But I'm surprised that Scravy hasn't brought this up at one point. But I'm hoping you have heard about the Sauce Gardener pictures being hacked. 
Well, not normally something I would care about, but when I told my wife about this happening, she immediately went to her phone to try and find the pictures. She couldn't find them, and it was dropped for the rest of the day. But the next day, she told me she couldn't believe she couldn't find the pictures, and she wanted me to help her find the pictures. I, <laughs> I told her no, I wouldn't help, and I don't know, I, and I don't know why, but it slightly bothers me. She's so into finding these pictures, yeah. so I guess I'll go first on this one. Is this something I should be annoyed about? And if you're not reading the room here. These pictures were were adult pictures that were not taken for public use, but they were hacked. Um, right. Is this something I should be annoyed about? I can see why it annoys you that she's so like into trying to find out what it looks like, but or what the pictures look like, I should say. But I don't think this is something you should be annoyed with. I think you should just make it a joke and just go forward with it. I don't find this to be something that is uncomfortable. But that's coming from a single guy. So let me ask the married guy. Is this something you would be annoyed about, Chris? Uh, boy, I don't think this would ever happen in my marriage. I, I can't imagine Lori absolutely have positively having to see naked pictures of an NFL cornerback. <laughs> but um, I guess if she did, yeah, I would probably laugh along with her. It's not like I'm going to be threatened by Sauce Gardner. He's no, no. playing 3,000 miles away in New York. But if he did um, take a look at Lori, you never know. Yeah, he probably, I'm sure she would choose Sauce Gardner <laughs> over me. Makes a whole lot more money than I do. Um, yeah, I think you got to kind of be a little bit annoyed and then tell her that you're a little bit flustered by it. But at the same time, tell her, you know what, now that I had my say, if you really want to see the pictures... Let's go find them and then look at them with her. <laughs> yeah, it is. A no, I'm being honest shame, about no. that. I think that's a great way to it disarms the person a it little does. bit. It does. And totally. just, you know, disarm your wife and say, you know what? This kind of bothers me that you're that into this. But since you are, let's go find the pictures. Yeah, and I you think know, then she'll be uncomfortable, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, uh, on the chat, they're making a great point. Like, I guess other female celebrities have had their pictures hacked before. It's no different for a man trying to go look for those pictures. So why, nope. why would you be bothered? And I don't know too many men who don't try to look for those pictures. Good point, Chris. Not um, me, of course. Not me, of course. No, no, never. God forbid. Well, you actually don't know how to look them up. So that, that's, that helps that's you true. That, that you don't have to worry about me finding them. I wouldn't know where to go. Good point. Yes, um, we have the Daily Gambit on the other side, but I also want to get this last sports court in. It's not very serious. It's about me and conspiracy theories. So they want your advice, Chris. They wanted Tony's advice, too, but he's not here. So we'll get your advice. And I have some bets for us when we get back on the when we get back with the Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.